0: Today's production was made possible by KLP
1: Entertainment, Kennedy Lucas & Associates, and the Emory Office of Kennedy Lucas Patterson. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to the hottest show in Atlanta, live from the Robert Woodruff Library and Emory University Studios. It's the KLP in the morning show. Here's your host, Kennedy Lucas. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting show here today, of course. As always, this is KOP in the Morning, the talk show. So, yes, I'm so happy to be back here in the studio, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here at the Robert Wolfdrift Library in University Atlanta, Atlanta campus. Thank you. So again, guys, yes, we're back. We're excited. We're back. We have a lot of things to talk about here on our shows this week. And I don't know if you guys just catch what I just said this week. So we've had our when we do get, when we get ready to plan for our shows, right, we don't just go and just do the show. Like there's a lot of planning that goes into uh, producing a show like this. So um, we're going to be doing, of course, a film record of of, a big mega show, right? Because we, we have the studio for about three hours. So we record as much as we can. And actually I'm going to be giving you guys two episodes this week so you guys are going to see uh, a first episode on sunday and then another episode later on this week we're thinking about wednesday and thursday thank you so we decided to go that route because we, we we're trying to get as much content as we can right you guys have been loving our shows whether it's the klp aftermath season four that kicked off last week or thank you or uh swanky 93.3 the heat we've had that show and then of course we also produce another show called uh of course shell for sales i'm not sugar mama shout out to shell um so we are doing a lot of great content, but I feel like we could be doing a lot more. So that's why we're kind of splitting up the the mega show into too many shows essentially for our YouTube and our audio base, because we want to give you guys so much time. And of course, we only we only record once a week here, right? We only record once a Saturday. Now we're actually getting ready to record only on Sundays now because Saturdays are going to be occupied by next week. So of course, I want to give you guys as much content as i can so that way you guys love the content that we're doing and i'm able to give you guys a whole bunch more so i'm excited of course i'm excited for all the content that we're producing so hopefully you guys have been enjoying it and hopefully you guys been liking us so far speaking of studio and studio development of course we've got to talk about it because i would reminisce and feel bad if i didn't talk about it here on today's show i'm excited to talk about it simply because uh gdn shout out to gdn Thank you. Um, Okay, so I had to talk about them because I saw their their Instagram post. And, of course, uh, and I'm going to say this in many, many shows, guys, I'm an eagle because we're here at Emory, and I represent Emory Brand. But I'm also a grizzly at heart, too. So I remember back in 2015, we were lugging camera equipment, audio equipment, mixers down to the actual soccer field. We didn't have a control room. And then I saw it on Instagram yesterday that GDN gets their own control room. Now, I was very, very excited to see that. Of course, I liked it and I comment, I said, hey, I'm still kind of jealous because we we didn't have this. We didn't have this in 2015, 2016 and up. We just had, we had great equipment, swanky equipment, but we had to lug everything to the fields. We had to lug everything to the press boxes, right? So uh, I'm excited excited to see the growth of GDN simply because I do remember um, my good friend, old boss, Good guy, Matt Mahoney. He was telling me that, you know, he's going to build a a, a control room later on in the future. So we were trying to get it up and running. And honestly, I think he could have had it up in 2020, but obviously we hit COVID and you know there's a lot of things that he couldn't do. So it's good to see in 2022 that there's a control room and there's updates into it, into the actual studio there. Um, hopefully I get to go back to GGC and take a look at it one of these days um, because I'm excited. I like to see the growth of, of my alma Mater. I like to see the growth of my school. So that's a huge upgrade. So I, have to, I had to talk about it a little bit on the show. Shout out to them because they really they, they, I mean, GDN has been growing, right? Whether it's, you know, our, our class and then you had newer classes to come in, you got new recruits. And I'm always going to say, and hopefully Matt Mahoney is watching the show today, I'm always going to say, you never forget the first president of GDN. That was me. So I like to, I like to toot my own horn there because even though GDN has been around for a very, very long time. Uh, it wasn't an RSO before I came. And then when we came and, you know, uh, I we helped run it and it became an RSO and we needed the first ever president. Who was that first ever president? That was Kennedy Lucas Patterson. So, um, Excited for that. I'm excited to see the growth of GDN. And uh, as always, Matt, if you ever need some help directing or producing a game, you have my number, give me a call. I'm always available. Um, So shout out to GDN for sure, guys. Moving on to our next news announcements, of course, today presented by Kennedy Lucas Publishing's LLC. Go check it out because yesterday, and we're going to Tweet about it today. I know we're a little late to the game, team, on that one, but of course we've got the newest edition of the Vox Times, the Emory Times, as well. They are also available right now, so guys, go check it out because uh, it's a great read. Honestly, it's a it's a fantastic read. I love doing readings like this simply because uh, it's just one of those things that it, it grows and it grows out a lot. So. Again, check that out for sure. It is available right now. All you got to do is go to issue.com. Again, that's I-S-S-U-U Again, that's I-S-S-U-U dot Type in Kennedy Lucas Publishing. You can see all the articles that we write throughout the week. Now, have my phone here because I have to. These are news announcements that's coming out. And these are a lot of numbers now. I, and I know it's unprofessional kind of to have your phone on the on the talk show. But I need this because I can't. I can't remember these numbers by heart. I really can't. So get this, guys. Sony increases the prices of PlayStation 5. No. (laughs) Um, yeah, okay. So, guys, hey. It you know, PlayStation 5 is a hot commodity right now. Everybody wants a PlayStation 5. I know because uh, i have one and you know you guys can go to my youtube go to spotify video you guys can watch my unboxing video i will tell you the whole story of how i got my playstation 5 we're not going to dabble on into that in today into today's show but guys the sony playstation 5s are getting up of course here's the numbers of course uh some people are not surprised that the the, the consoles are getting increased. I I'm kind of surprised. Uh, of course, Europe PlayStation Five with the Ultra HD Blu-ray drive will be uh, 549 euros. Uh, the PlayStation Five digital for Europe is going to be 449, so that's an increase to about fifty dollars. The UK the PlayStation Five with the disc drive is going to be 479.99. Uh, of course, for the digital, it's going to be $389.99, of course, in Japan. With the PlayStation disc drive, the yen is going to be $60,478 yen, uh, of course. And, of course, PlayStation digital is going to be 49478 yen, including tax. Of course, China with the yuan, the disc drive for PlayStation 5 is going to be $4,299 yuan. And the digital uh, version is going to be 3,499 yuan. Australia, uh, they're going to, and Australia has the the, the the highest, I think. The Dish Drive is going to be well, $799.95. That's Australian dollar. And of course, in the digital, it's going to be $649.95 Australian dollars. Um, this is crazy, guys. I think Australia has the most highest one. And... I'm surprised we don't have an, an an update for the prices here in the U.S. quite yet, but you know I feel like the U.S. is going to increase their prices when it comes to this simply because um, this is a high commodity right now, right? This is a console that everybody wants to grab at. Of course, Mexico is going to be uh, fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Uh, I want to say pesos, and the digital is twelve thousand four hundred ninety nine pesos. And of course the Canada uh Canada again I still think Australia has the highest one. Um Canada Canadian dollar is going to be $649 for the disc drive version and $519 for the digital version. Uh guys, it's 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 up there. PlayStation 5 they're getting ready to increase them prices for sure. It makes me nervous, right? It really does makes makes me a whole lot nervous for uh well Thank, thankfully, I have one, and I really want everyone to have one because the other day uh, I was at the office, and uh, a student comes by. Of course, obviously, we work at here at Ybor University. Student walks by, and you know he had a PlayStation shirt, and I said, "Hey, nice shirt. That's my childhood." And he said, "Oh yeah, the PlayStation one." I was like, "Well, yeah," and he was like, oh, you have you oh, you you played all the others?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've had I've ha- had all five of them." And then when I said it, he said, oh, you got the PlayStation 5? I was like, yeah, I do. Wasn't trying to like, trying to like show up and, and, and brag about, hey, I got one. No, I just said, yeah, I do. And he was like, oh, how is it? And I said, it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I, I love mine. So that's why I want everybody to have theirs in their hands soon. But it's crazy because it's the inflation, right? It's the inflation. Is things going up. Um, and that's why the prices are going up, because there's a high demand for it. Um, I really do hope everyone are, a- are able to get one uh, in their hands very, very soon, uh, simply because it's up there, it's high, and you know it's, it's getting more expensive. So if you have an opportunity to get yours at a good rate, guys, I always got to say get your PlayStation 5 at a good rate, because it is going up guys it's been one heck of a week though we got to talk about the week a little bit i know we've talked about oxlympics on the klp aftermath and then we also talked about convocation on Swinky 93.3 the heat but i was in the office yesterday thinking about this long week of course yesterday was friday and it was very exciting for me because it was friday it's the weekend we're getting ready uh, obviously doing the show today and it was payday can't forget about that payday for sure had to do the leg with it because i love it when payday hits i'm sorry guys i when payday hits and we paying everybody and i get my 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 check you know hey that's money right that's money i can do a whole lot you know so but of course we've had one long week of course i'm not going to dabble too much into it but uh we did have one of the most recent events called vacation if you guys don't know check it out i talked about it on swanky 93.3 the heat the radio show Spotify exclusive, by the way. Um, but convocation was really good, guys. It was very good. The students came out and they really enjoyed it. And I see the anticipation, the excitement, right? We have, we have a lot more students at Emory University, uh, I would say, more than we did last year. So that's why I'm quite excited because we had a lot of freshmen and a lot of sophomores to come out and, you know, they're getting ready to start their college experience. Of course, President Finvis was there. Uh, Dean Carter was there as well. So very, very excited for sure. Um, Uh, to see the president, to see the dean, and say, "Hey, you know, congratulations! You're the chosen one. You guys are ready to start your venture at college." So again, I always got to give a shout out, you know, to the events programming, the events team. Of course, I I feel like this team, I feel like this team that I'm about to mention, they never really get their flowers right. So, and sometimes, right when we do work we we don't expect flowers we don't expect a pat on the back we don't want a medal for doing our jobs right i'm always going to say in my office the emory office of kennedy lucas patterson we don't expect any congratulations thank you uh you need a medal for what you do right because it's our job right doing the show here i don't expect oh thank you for doing the talk show we appreciate it pat on the back no first of all this is something i love to do and it's my job right more so, I love to do this. I really love being on show and giving you guys a great show. So I feel like this group never got their flowers from convocation because it's a whole lot of work that went on to it. If you guys know, we, we've Instagrammed about it. Again, you guys can go to Instagram right now over at Emory Radio One. Please follow us there because it's a huge network. Uh, we're trying to get a lot of programs on here. So again, if you are an RSO or student-run organization, or a department or a faculty member that wants to come on either one of our shows dm us right now emory radio1 or send me an email that's klp 2edu by the way but this department never got their flowers there's a lot of uh setting up that went on with convocation you know you had your your cameras your lighting you had your banners your curtains your chairs your mats your flooring Right. Because President Finvis was Finvis was there. So, of course, you had to make it look, you know, it had to look a certain it had to look really good. So that way, convocation is a great event it's a great thing for students. Right. You can't just host an event, and say, hey, here's some chairs. Enjoy your convocation. Students came out to it and students came out to it and some students wear their business professional wear. I saw some students wearing suits, some students wearing a nice uh, a T-shirt and some slacks. Uh, Our young ladies wearing appropriate skirts and and dresses and sunwear and, you know, it it looked nice and, you know, people come out for convocation, believe it or not. But this group never really got their flowers and I'm going to give them a huge congratulations and a thank you on our show. And I had to look into the camera, guys, because I know I'm looking at I'm looking into the camera here. Uh, I genuinely I'm very appreciative for uh, Amber, of course, Amber, Aaron. Um, they're from the events coordinating, of course, they over at Oxford College of Emory University, by the way. Amber and Aaron, they are the dream team, along with Miss uh, Paula. Of course, I met her at Convocations. <laughs> She's really nice. I met her husband. And of course, also to the BRS team. A lot of people don't know what BRS is. That's OK. You don't need to know that. But of course, shout out to Andrew, Jamal and their team. Jason as well as part of that team. Rick was there making sure he's the one of our maintenance guys. He's making sure that things go off smoothly. So again, to all of the departments, the maintenance, the BRS, and events planning, Congratulations! Thank you. Students might tell, might not tell you that they appreciate it, but of course, the Emory Office of Kennedy Lucas Patterson, we definitely appreciate your hard work from convocation. So, I just wanted to throw that out there for sure, because uh, some departments they don't get their their flowers, right? And it's important that. And this is a, this is PSA to all of my Emory students out there. It's important for staff members to sometimes get their flowers because we work really, really hard. Sometimes we don't expect it. Yeah, so it's, it's greatly appreciated for sure. Um, and you know, meeting those those, especially Amber and Aaron. Who, they, they, they. Amber, she's the events manager at Oxford, and she, she gets it done. She gets it done because let me tell you, we had the whole setup we had the stage, the chairs and everything set up. and that next day we had classes. So she made sure she made sure that that gym was not was cleaned out for students to start their physical education classes. So again, flowers, they need their flowers because it's a lot of work. even though we get they get paid for it. yes, they need to be celebrated. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Of course, moving on to our next news topic of conversations. Of course, this next story I wanted to uh, project out there for sure because I like stories like this when it involves the children. And I'm not saying the students of college. I'm saying the youngsters. Right. Um, this story comes out from Google News, obviously, and of course they're expanding some tips about. Um, um smart tech safety when it comes to kids now we all know about the latest shootings i mean there's some in texas there were some here in atlanta a lot of shootings are going on right now it's it's crazy the amount of shootings that are going on right now i think every time i read the headlines or i'm i'm listening to the breakfast club they're talking about some sort of shooting that happened right and i think that this is a good idea but also a bad idea when it comes to advocating young students with technology, right? Technology is here. There was a story, study uh that came out and they want to try to have youngsters, kindergartners, first graders, to understand the knowledge of how to call nine one one when there's an emergency. I think that's a terrific idea, simply because there's a lot of things and a lot of teachers and professors, when there is an emergency, we're trained, especially when with my office, we're trained about how to handle an emergency but sometimes when there is an emergency we kind of act on impulse right we act on the moment we the adrenaline is pumping in our veins and sometimes we tend to forget one or two safety protocols so we, we try our very best to not forget but sometimes we do forget. so it's a great idea to have youngsters to understand how to call 911 of course parents are even saying put a tracking device in the youngster's backpack. I think that's also a good idea, right? Because the tracking uh device, you can hide it in their book in their book bag, right? Long as it doesn't beeps, long as it doesn't have anything sensitive to it. Cause I know some schools have I doubt when it comes to super grade school, but high school, some high schools, if it's a rough high school, then they have uh, metal detectors when you, when you enter it, when you enter it. that's not something you see on just TV that happens in real life. If it's a rough neighborhood and a rough high school, yeah, they're going to have some metal detectors. So not saying that you're going to have that in great, like toddler grade school. You're not, you're probably not going to have that guys. Not that I know of. I hope not. <laughs> um, so the um motion tracker, the tracker that's a good idea because you can put it in their book bag right put it in their book bag so that way you know where your kid is at all times I think that's very special because we get a lot of amber alerts I had to mute my amber alert because that sound scares me if you guys don't know I have like I have PTSD I can't handle noise like that so I have to mute mine off my phone but I think that's also good because you put a kids are gonna carry that backpack if they get stolen right and now you're tracking where your kid is you can find your kid you can report it to the police the kids calling 911 is a good idea but you have to be careful because kids don't know no better right kids do not know any better so they're going to go and say hey i'm going to call 911 for 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 giggles right kids are not going to know that's a no you can't just call 911 out of the blue you got to call if there's an emergency kids are kids don't know that no matter how many times, how many times you tell kids something that's bad, that's a no-no. Don't do that. They're still gonna do it. I think. I don't have any kids, so I—I I mean, I've seen it. I've seen some. Let me tell y'all. Not to be off track, but I've seen some bad kids. I saw some. I see some kids that are just so disrespectful. And in that in my mind, I'm like, where your mama at? And I look to the to my left to my friends. say, that kid gonna get a butt whipping. He gonna get a butt with him. he being bad right now best believe when i when i was being bad when i was a kid i got i got whoopings right so as a training mechanism there you have to be careful you have to train your your student uh your kid to appropriately call nine one one when there is an emergency because again I'm not trying to get political on today's show but the Uh, shooting in Texas, right? There's a a shooter on the loose and kids are in there. And then parents are trying to retrieve the kids and cops are outside trying to maintain the parents and cops ain't really doing nothing having the shooter in the school, right? And as every parent, again, I don't know, I'm not a parent. Thank God, I'm not a parent, but parents in Texas, when that Texas shooting hit, parents were scared for their kids. And when you when you are a parent, and you have your kid in this school with a potential shooter in the school and the cops are on the outside standing around looking lost. Of course parents are going to react that way. Of course parents are going to react how scared they are. I uh, there's been story where parents parents are getting arrested and they're not even the threat. Cops just sitting around with their guns, they like, "Well, we don't know what to do." Right? So that's why the tracking device is good. That's why um, calling having kids learning how to call 911 in midst of an emergency is also good. But it also could be a bad thing, too. In the article I read though today, um kids younger, uh, not younger, older kids, so we're saying high school, saying, okay, why don't they have smart watches? So that way when they're in emergency, they can just because I have a smartwatch and I'm able to make phone calls via my watch. That's the Apple watch, right? And Samsung Galaxy does kind of the same thing. But see, that's also a bad thing. Let me tell you why. Because a lot of schools don't want people to wear smartwatches, right? Because it's a distraction. It makes noise. It makes a whole lot. Of... Now, I don't know. I haven't been in grade school in 20 years. So I don't know what changes from K to 12. I don't know what happened between then. But when I was in school, we couldn't have our phones out uh when i was in grade school we didn't have smart watches like that we had maybe the startup of the fitbit but we didn't have i didn't have the apple watch when 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 i was in grade school so nowadays technology is getting more immersive and maybe some schools are allowing technology a little bit more i don't know i haven't been grade school in so long so i i don't know um but Smartwatches is a good idea, but it's also a bad idea because it's a distraction from your studies, right? You can't wear a smartwatch when you're taking a test because teacher, which you can, you can really Google stuff with your watch, but teachers, obviously you could just Google your answers for your test and now you're cheating right? So again, there's a lot of back and forth when it comes down to that. So I I really hope that, you know, there's better ways of of creating safety for our kids. And that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Now, I know, I know, we're short. We're getting ready to record another episode because we're doing miniature episodes this week for KLP in the morning, the talk show again. So stay tuned later this week. We're going to be coming back right here in the studio. But until then, you guys stay safe. Stay swanky. (laughs)